Good afternoon, everybody, uneducated economist here. So, total housing market collapse, right? Everybody's going to suffer and die, and nobody's going to recover, and it's a total loss. I am, like, so annoyed sometimes when I see not only people saying that this housing market is going to be worse than the 08 financial crisis, or that it's the worst right now than the 08 financial crisis when it comes to their particular view. But they don't talk about it as a whole. And this is really what gets me when I hear a lot of people talking about the housing market is do they really take in like every single angle that they could possibly take in and then to truly understand what it is that's happening within the housing market so that you can make the best decisions for yourself. I think about the house that I purchased one year ago. I was nervous about buying that house. I didn't want to do it. It was an expensive house. It was the only thing I could find that was going to suit the needs that I had. And it took everything out of me to get into it. The payments on that house are slightly more than renting a single bedroom apartment in my area. Okay. This is something to think about. It was a lot to get into it, but the payments on that house are literally like uh, $200, $300 more than the rent on a single bedroom apartment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So when I think about what it is that's going on inside of the housing market, and I listen to different people's perspective on what they feel is taking place in the housing market, a very few people seem to take on an entire view from all directions. Because that's really what's happening within any part of the economy, any market, anything, is that it's different people's perspectives. Your view is gonna be different from my view. And so when I think about when you are looking at the housing market and you are a home builder and you're thinking about the foot traffic coming into buying homes right now and you are not very eager about buying homes then yeah your report about the home market the housing market is going to be pretty bad in fact it's going to be devastating for a lot of them not knowing what they're going to do in order to survive the coming months or year, even years if they are not actively building homes and if you do not have buyers coming to the market in foot traffic, then what are the chances of you being real confident in going out there and building homes? Your reports are not going to be very confident at all. In fact, you're going to be talking about how it's the worst you've ever seen. If you are a real estate agent and you are trying to sell homes right now and you are looking at, at all the foot traffic coming in, again, with the home buyers saying the same thing. I can't sell these homes. The interest rates are too high. Everything that's, you know, all the troubled things that are going on. The total housing market collapse. You look at it from the mortgage lenders. Same thing. We're not writing as many mortgages. We're not rewriting, like, turning over mortgages, doing refinances. I mean, if you were a mortgage lender and you're looking at the housing market, total housing market collapse. Same thing. Real estate agent, mortgage lenders home builders, everybody who's within the industry is going to be saying the exact same thing and total housing market collapse. 
Now, we think about it. Are you a buyer? Are you wanting to buy at these high prices and these incredibly high interest rates? High prices, high interest rates, a buyer? No, right? Not coming to the game. Total housing market collapse coming, right? Can't, not even involved. So from all these views, yeah, you would you would think about it. Man, this is definitely a housing market collapse. I keep hearing all these people talk about it. Well, then you think about it. Look at it from the home owner's perspective. There's people who own these homes who got them in at very low interest rates. They refinance at a very low interest rate. They are sitting tight on their on those homes. They're not worried so much about it going underwater. They're more worried about whether or not they're going to have a job to make the payment. Because the chances of them getting out of that house and then getting into another one right now is very slim. So they're going to hold on tight to those homes. They're going to hold on tight to those mortgages at a low interest rate. To them, they hear the chatter of a housing market downturn, so they're sitting tight. They're going to be comfortable. They don't need to sell. Whatever happens, happens. Like how many homeowners have you heard say that? This is my place where I live. I don't plan on moving. I don't care if it sells. I don't care what happens as long as I can make my payment. Right? And in the payments as much as rent, there's why wouldn't you make your payment unless you lost your job in an incredibly hot jobs market? So we look at the mortgage lender and it was just like, yeah, I would be nervous if I was you too. High interest rates, very few homes selling. Well, then, yeah, I would be nervous if I were you. But what's really taking place inside of the mortgage market? You think about all the mortgages that are being written, those things get turned into securities. Mortgage-backed securities is what they're called. And that's typically what the Federal Reserve was buying during the quantitative easing programs. And with that purchasing of mortgage-backed securities, it, it dropped the yields and raised the price. They are like an artificial buyer pumping paper money, printed money going into the system, right? Buying these quantitative or using quantitative easing to buy the mortgage-backed securities. And so when you think about that pool of mortgage-backed securities, as people are not taking out new loans because, you know, they're scared of like high prices and high interest rates and they are not refinancing their home because they're not going to refinance from a low interest rate to a high interest rate, the pool of mortgage-backed securities begins to shrink. Well, if the Federal Reserve isn't there buying but actually trying to sell, well, they're selling into a depleting pool of mortgage-backed securities out there. What a lot of people don't know is that investors do want mortgage-backed securities. See, a lot of people think about the mortgage-backed securities and think that nobody on earth buys these things except for the Federal Reserve. But that's not true. Investors do buy mortgage-backed securities, and when those mortgage-backed securities start to drop in price and the yields begin to rise, those investors look at that and say, man, that's my price. That's my price. I mean, I'm getting in because that's a fixed income and most people make their mortgage payment. Yeah, back in the day, we had a bunch of toxic assets, but that's not the case this time. So the mortgage-backed securities do have a buyer form once it reaches a certain level. And it seems to be when the mortgages hit around that 7 or 8%. No matter what the Federal Reserve does or says, the Federal Reserve is threatening it's more. We're going to lift interest rates another half a point. We're going to keep lifting them, lifting them, lifting them, lifting them. Going into the future, we have no intentions on turning them around. What happens to the mortgage market? It goes up, uh, 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 but it stays flat, right? It deviates around. It has a little fluctuations to it, but it's not jumping up along with the Fed funds rate. 
It shot up three months ago and it basically went flat, even went down and sometimes. <clears throat> you know, you look at those who are actively participating in earning money within the housing market and to them, it's a crash. But when it comes to prices, we have nobody, I shouldn't say no, home builders are not eager so we're not going to have the new inventory coming from home builders. Home owners are sitting tight because they don't want to get out of what they have that is quite fortunate for them at this point. Right? Unemployment hasn't started to rise yet. I know the Federal Reserve is looking for it. So when people tell me there's going to be a total housing market collapse, please explain it to me. Send me an email explaining and arguing against everything that I say about this stuff. You know, I'm not trying to say that there isn't going to be a total housing market collapse. For those who are in the industry trying to earn money from it, yeah, to them it's a total housing market collapse. For everybody who has purchased, got low interest rates, have a decent job, who are sitting now tight on their houses, they're sitting in a good position. And those who haven't purchased, who are thinking that there's going to be a downturn coming into the future, well, think about what rents are going for. You know, there's institutional investors who are just itching with cash to buy those homes. You're going to go compete with them with an interest rate. They want to buy that thing for cash and then rent it out to you for the same price that you could practically buy it for. That's what's going to happen. The separation between the rich and the poor, it doesn't go the other way. Look at any... It only happens in a crash. Does it ever go the other way? In a total crash. So total housing market crash or more separation between the rich and the poor. What do you think is going to take place? Uneducated economist, you let me know.